Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spoiler warning. If you haven't seen 2010's Rep Repo Men, where, the, where, the, where have you been over the last 11 years? It's a classic. But if you haven't, we do spoil it uh, here on Mission Zach's Leguizamo Rama. Peace. I hate the word. I got, I got plus, I got one leg and a pocket of chicken. Gonna put a little cornstarch on my werewolf, man. Luigi Mario. Oh, g'day, everyone. It's me. I, I'm Mission Zach's Leguizamarama. You are. Uh, well, yeah, me, you specifically. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh this is a podcast, is what it is, uh, mm-hmm. where each and every single week, me and my friend, we have a chat about something that the world famous but not famous enough John Leguizamo has been involved in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this week, it's a movie, motherfucker. Uh, okay, <laughs> my name's wow. Mish. I'm Mish. I'm, I'm Mish, and you might know me from being a little bit mad, and I'll explain that in a second. I am joined, as always, by my very, very dear friend with the, my favourite person with a, with a bun. Uh, it's Zachary Thomas Rewayne, who you might know from. Um, here's the secret. I'm always mad and then I turn into the Hulk. That's good. Thank you. That's, yeah, that's a, a little reference to The Avengers, a movie about a superhero team. Very good. And you might have listened to this introduction now and been like, I think Mission Zach need a bit of help. Well, we brought in some help. Uh, it's our very, very, very dear friend, the hilarious, the always fabulous, a Sammy P or Sammy oh. Peterson, if you will. Welcome, Sammy. Thank you so much for having me. I tried to go for the fabulous Sammy P, but Adam Richard sued me. So now it's just Sammy P. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, if you don't mind, just going to quickly bring back the attention to me so I can explain why I'm so mad. Oh, okay. Oh, I love this. That um, was so good. Okay. I'm I kind of think scared this is now. the first, this is the longest gap. Like this is the first thread we've ever come back to. Admittedly, it was only a quick introduction and then back to it. But yeah. It's very impressive for us to come back to a thread. Usually, I'm you really would, impressed already. Yeah, yeah that's usually true. one of us would just say, "I'm really mad." And yeah, then, and then, about and then it. A, week, a week later, I get a DM say, "Why are you mad?" <laughs> and you'd be like, "I don't remember what the fuck you talking remember. about." <laughs> what podcast? Wow. Um, no, I'm mad, and I'm going to explain to you why. Um, why? I have Prime. Uh, the streaming service, right? Mm-hmm. And I access that Prime using my partner's father's passwords, okay. right? It's his okay. account. Okay. Mm. And I sat down, I did a Zach Ruane and I sat down today to watch the movie that mm-hmm. we're meant to be talking about. Does mm-hmm. Zach sit down? Sorry? I don't yes. sit. Zach- I don't no. sit. Oh. I don't believe in sitting. It's, Zach it's is kind an of active a, boy. It's a new <laughs> age thing. Boy. We just don't sit. It, you yeah. don't have to exercise or eat. I'm old school. Well, but we just don't sit and it's amazing because the Neanderthals uh, didn't sit. I'm just on an ex- exercise ball nonstop. <laughs> yeah. You but know do you I'm know like. that? Did you know that about the Neanderthals? That didn't this sit. This is some sort of fucked Pete Evans shit. Yeah. <laughs> I know Pete everything Evans. about the Neanderthals. Can everyone please sound bite what Zach just said and send it to Pete Evans and see what he does? <laughs> don't um, send anyway. it to Pete Evans. That guy scares me. I like to cushion my tush. And I sat down and I turned on Amazon Prime and it wasn't fucking working. So I had to rent the movie on the YouTube. Okay. Which I is did fine. that too. Oh, you did that too? Yeah. Well, then you and I might be in the exact same position, my friend, because Johnny Legs was not in the version of the movie no. that I watched. And, <laughs> and look, this was me very late last <laughs> night. Um, I, I watched it nearly twice because... <laughs> When you said John Leguizamo was in it, I freaked out that I'd watched the wrong film <laughs> and I didn't enjoy the film and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I think I've watched the wrong film. So I started to go through the cast 
and realised he was a very minor role on Wikipedia but not in the cast bit that pops up. You know, Zachary, when you Google something. And Can I? Comes yeah, up absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm not going to explain Google to everybody. But, um, Mish, I, I freaked out. I freaked out because I thought, how did I glaze over that John Leguizamo was in this film at all. And I went back through all of the characters and I thought maybe the last film that we watched, maybe he was in a clever genie disguise or, you know, like out of context, was he one of the guns? You know, like where was John Leguizamo? (laughs) You know, and and it turns out, thank God, he wasn't in it because you know that I took sleeping tablets this morning. I've been in it days. I did not do any research and look up what part he was meant to be in. I even it's Googled It's fine. That's not your job. Up. That's mine. Wow. I even looked up. It's my job. Is, can, I, can I just say here, Sam, and I'm sorry to do this, Mish, and I'm saying this um, in my own, like from my own, you know, this is egg on my face. I thought, I thought Mish only half watched. I yeah. thought that Mish did a half watch because it right. sounds like bullshit. Everything you said okay. sounded a little <laughs> bit like bullshit. She's like, oh, my Amazon, which has never not worked, it just suddenly didn't work. And then I went on YouTube and and it was uh, shorter by exactly this scene's length of time. This is the funniest thing. This and is so no, funny. And then no, I said Mish, to Mish. Mish, that is actually exactly how you sound. Like just so you know, the exact imper- impersonation the thing, right? of you, it was spot this. on. Mish told me this immediately before the podcast and I was like, oh, can you send me a link to the version you watched? And she's like, oh, I bought it. And it was just one of those things where I asked her like three questions. <laughs> just like parsley. Like, and you had like a reason why you, I, I was like. Fuck you. I wouldn't lie to you about something no, like this. I, that, but that's why I was like thrown because I was like, I'm always really honest. I'm always like super honest. Ah, but here's I the, here's the watch, twist, Zach. Yeah. Maybe I called Sammy like 15 minutes beforehand and teed up this story and I just called Sammy and it went something like this, bring, 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 bring. Answer Hello, I don't have this name. Yeah. I don't have this. Oh, no, sorry. What, no, this is how I answer. What's the sitch? It's <laughs> <laughs> impossible reference. And then I said something along the lines of, Sammy, I need your help, bro. Mm-hmm. Baby doll, whatever you need, hit me with it. And then I said, um, <laughs> I, di- I only half watched Repo Men and mm. I can't let Zach know that about about it because he gets so angry it scares me. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> We're throwing so, me under the bus. Same, babe. Same, so, same. Sammy, this is what I need you to do. I need you to pretend that my Amazon account wasn't working, that we both rented a dodgy copy of it on YouTube that didn't feature Johnny Legs. Is that okay? Yeah, sure, whatever. I watch Iron Man anyway. End scene. <laughs> Insane. That was a really Insane. good scene, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to say um, to anyone listening, I don't have uh, aggression <laughs> problems. I do have passive aggression problems. You're gonna hey, get a, a weird. Fucking, you're gonna get I'm a weird. A... No, no, it's fine from me. But you're not gonna get anger. <laughs> if I'm a liar, if everyone's gonna come out of this thinking that I'm a liar, no, you're and not a I'm liar. An You've been proved yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, You've been proved true. correct. I have been. I, I, got, I, was I got to the end of the film. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thrown by it because I was like, this sounds like a lie and I don't understand why you would lie to me. It's fine. You didn't watch all the film. Just it's tell true. me. We can when talk I, about it. The, the, I, when I told you what had happened, I thought your reaction was going to be like, oh, my God, no way. Get out of town. That's so funny. We'll use that for the pod. But I knew you thought I was lying because your reaction was, huh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but oh, like the brother, way you asked it, you were like, did you notice John Link was? And you said a few things that just had this tone of like, how long's the version you watch? I'm like, oh, about two hours. And I'm like, oh, what a coincidence. The version <laughs> I watched was exactly seven minutes shorter than that. <laughs> it just sounded like a lie and I was so confused. So I'm very glad, Sam, that you've come in here and like cleared up that that was true. I'm not going to say, Misha, I would have like... I was just confused. I, I, don't, like, I think if Sammy wasn't in this podcast today, we would have lived the rest of our lives with you thinking I lied about oh this. Oh, no, I was going to accuse you of it on air. I was going to, like, make oh. that the whole... <laughs> <laughs> just know we would have gotten to the bottom of it. 
<laughs> Imagine if I came in and said, I watched on YouTube too and I, he was in it the whole time. He's, can he's I tell you, the whole can film. I say, right, when Mish said, I'm mad because I watched it on YouTube and then you said, oh, so did I, I was going to be all like, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what the cat dragged. Well, and where's the fucking egg now? On your face. On my face. I own it. I, it's, it's, um, Mish. I want to be very clear. I don't think you're the type of person that would do this. I was just confused. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Um, I understand. But I am looking up now. There's like a, like, I think what I saw was the director's cut of Re- Re- Repo, Repo Men. Which is the one that's available on Amazon Prime streaming service. Crazy! I love that there's two versions of Repo Men. One Repo, Rep, re, Repo, 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 like repossession, repossession. like repossession, Repo yeah. Men. Before Repo we launch Men. into the movie, I think it's only fair to be like, "Hello, Sammy." Hi, Sammy. Oh, hello. I'm sorry that the film you gave me did not feature the actor that you talk about every Why week. Why are you sorry for podcast. that? That's well, insane. I, Where I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so confused. Let's have a look at our history, shall we? Sammy came on our podcast, I believe it was like episode five, maybe. Mm. Mm. Um, An infamous episode. A fan favourite, of course. Yes, no, honestly, an infamous episode because that is the episode that we both gave two Leguistamos and Zach gave four and a half for something (laughs) completely not Leguizamo rated. An infamous moment in the Leguizamo Rami history, might I say. But we made you watch that, which was shit. And then we brought you in to watch Repo Man, which we won't get into yet Repo about what Man, we think. to be clear. Men, men, Repo, Repo Man. Repo Man is another Repo movie. Man. Yeah, that's true. It is, Sorry, and I Repo almost Man. watched that one as well, so very glad I didn't watch that one. <laughs> Lucky. And Johnny didn't. Legs wasn't even fucking in it, mate. I'm so sorry. Well, wow. why was he cut? Is there a reason why he well, was cut? Well, as the and one also- person who has seen it, yeah. um, he was cut because... He was on the couch, wasn't he? He was in a fraction. Yes, was he that was lying him? on the couch. I feel like that was him. What? So what did you watch? <laughs> Shall okay. we just intro? I think we do yeah, the do intro. Yeah, launch in, and launch in. Do the, we never do the blurb this early, Zach. Well, it's this scandal in the Mission Zach's <laughs> Leguizamarava universe. Oh, my God, wait. Let's put Tom to work for a second. Tom, can you slip in here some sort of like, dun, dun, like law and order, like scandal? Oh, dun, 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 dun. Scandal. This is crazy. I mean, if can we I get some classical have... music? Can I ask for that, Tom? Yeah, yeah of course. Absolutely. Ask for it. Tom, go for Tom, it. Tom, feel free to say to no. For a while. Tom, okay. He won't we'll say no. He actually listens. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like this is also a very powerful moment in this scandal because I feel like I, like, if none of us, if we had all watched this on YouTube, right? Mm. You have to say none of us would have have seen it, but because I've seen it, I I am like the I I feel like I'm John the Baptist right now, and I I have with me (laughs) the word of of John Leguizamo. You know what I mean? I'm a prophet. You look so happy. (laughs) I feel like I'm a prophet, and I just wish I'd paid more attention to the movie. If I had known (laughs) that I would be the only one. With the word of John in my in my hands, um, it's a lot of pressure. So scandalous moment here. Um, I would say maybe potentially, Sammy, get on board with this. Possibly mm. the biggest scandal in Leguizamo Rama history. Yeah, I, think I so. thought you could just say in history. Ever. In history, if this you want to say that. Fuck Watergate. This oh is Leguizagate. <laughs> Yawngate, more like it. Leggate. Leggate. We can workshop this. Leggate smo. Leggate smo. Leggate smo. Leggate smo. Leggate smo. Just keep adding to it. Just this make is Leggate smo. Gate. Gate. It is crazy, Sam. How do you feel to be a part of this um, this oh moment in, in Leggate history? Getting in on the ground floor feels amazing, Mm -hmm. but up until we started this podcast, I thought I was just a fucking idiot and that I missed his performance in this film. Mm. And I was going to come in and just say I did not see him in the film, (laughs) but then I was worried that you've reached out to him a record five times now Mm -hmm. and I was worried maybe he's listening. Do I want to say, sorry, John Leguizamo? Mm. 
I did not notice you in this film and I didn't want to be on the record saying You don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that guy. He's in the movie, the version I saw, he's in like mm. a one scene, like I'll, I'll, I'll go into it. Let's do the intro. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I talk a little bit about it um, and I was really hoping for you guys, I, I thought my intro would get a couple of laughs. But it will, yeah, now, it still will. Because you haven't seen him. <clears throat> I'm happy to laugh whenever. I'll laugh. I'll laugh at the end, regardless. Yeah. I promise. And if we um, can get some canned laughter in there, Tom. Yeah, Tom. If you could chuck good. in a bit of canned laughter at the end of Zach's, <laughs> just in um, it throughout it. I'll yeah, just throughout it. I'll leave and the classical gaps, music is cool too. If and you then we've got to, to probably Tom, stop to asking Tom to do this much because he'll ask yep. for a raise, and we are yeah. not getting enough ad dollars for that. And by enough, I mean any. All right, here we go. Repo Men is a 2010 science fiction action film that is sort of set now and sort of set in the future and sort of set in a 2004 Samsung ad. It tells the story of a future where nothing is different to 2010 except for the fact you can now get expensive robot organs on payment plans and cityscapes look a bit more futury. It follows a repo, repo man who says robot hearts... Who, oh, it, it follows a repo man for said robot hearts who doesn't understand the Schrodinger's cat story and goes on the run after he becomes the recipient of a robot heart and finds himself suffering from the same fate as his victims. John Leguizamo plays Ashbury a black market organs donor who does the usual Leguizamo supporting character three-act journey in two scenes and about ten minutes. (laughs) 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 It wouldn't have actually gotten that big of a laugh if you knew what I was saying. That does sound like the kind of role he would play. So do you want me to walk you through it? And maybe this Please? would have yeah. been the way to do this podcast in hindsight. Mm. Like like, like the, every episode maybe could have been like this where like one of us watches it and the other one doesn't. And mm. at, In future, let's do that for podcasts. Anyway, so the way this works, the way it works, right, is the episode's travelling along. Johnny, Johnny Legs isn't in it. The episode. Oh, my God. I, you know oh, when Egg on your face. Egg on my <laughs> face. You know when you don't know the words to say? And you're like, yeah. I think I'm going to bluff here. And then you realise about one sentence in that you've said, all right, the way this works is, and you've described the movie as an episode, and you're like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm too tired. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. I'm not going to be able to convey this. <laughs> um, so do you want to hear about Johnny Legs? Yes. Love to. So Repo Man has, there was the lady who was like Ghost in the Shell lady who'd been replaced mm. with lots of bits except for her lips. Her lips were real and they were for kissing. And Jude mm. certainly does kiss them lips. Yeah. And Jude kisses those lips. So that's He kisses happened. them lips like he wasn't married 24 hours earlier. So <laughs> Jude Law is suddenly, so what happened? All right, for, let's go back, right? Mm. Let's talk through the whole movie for people listening, right? So right. Jude Law is a repo man, but he repossesses um, robot organs that are very expensive and if people don't make their payment plans, he repossesses their organs. Yeah, but he doesn't do it alone. He does it with Forrest Whitaker who but plays... He does it with his best who plays friend. Forrest Whitaker. But who plays that- Forrest Whitaker because Forrest Whitaker does <laughs> Forrest Whitaker better than anybody. <laughs> They also work too hard, both of them. They're oh. workaholics. It is tearing apart the fabric of their relationship. It's, it's so crazy. Also, is Forrest Whitaker and Jude Law, are they, is there like an, an age gap there? Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. Not in film. Doesn't Not matter. Not in the movie films. So anyway, Jude Law and Forrest Whitaker are best friends and they repo men and they do their jobs well. Mm. And then Very well. But then Jude Law gets a re- gets a robot heart, all right? Yeah. Yeah. And also he lives in a nice A robot heart house. and a divorce and a new girlfriend all within the space of 24 hours. Well, this is what happens, right? His girlfriend, <laughs> his wife is mad at him because he's in sales, he's in repo. He's, she's like, why are you still a repo man? Why are you uh, working because, outside the house at our kid's party? Because right. this is a movie that is like really, 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 like really 
just like our world and all of the moral questions that one would ask about people going around cutting out hearts are still asked. Yeah. People oh, are yeah. still outraged by the notion of such the, an act. The only difference between this and reality is that it's not law. Like how is it a legal thing? It's that's yeah. what I mean. It's like there's not this set this isn't a whole different world. This isn't a hundred years in the future. This isn't like so many things have gone down. It's like very similar to our world. Um, except now there's also a job where you repo man people's hearts and they die. Uh, but also most people feel weird about it. Like his wife is like, I wish you didn't cut out people's hearts. Yeah. It's a cool yeah. thing to do. An organ costs something around $600,000. It's a lot well. of money. But with a payment plan, they can make it work to you. So and to your needs, you course. can pay it back. And yeah. that's Liev Shriver is the man selling the organs. Mm. Forrest Whitaker, Jude Law are the men collecting the organs if you don't make a payment. And also worth noting, when they collect your organ, you die. Yeah. You yeah. die. I mean, they're taking the organ mm. off you. And they go um, around also, and threaten people that they're coming for as well. If they don't yeah, no, they know who has got the organ. Fatty. Yeah, yeah, they do a bit of, bit of fat shaming of someone fat who's shaming. pancreas. They haven't paid off their pancreas yet. Yeah, so Can they're I tell also you my they're favorite both... bit. Yeah, yeah please, please. please. My, my, okay, my favorite bit in the whole film is when Jude Law, obviously, his heart has been torn out metaphorically in this in this part of the film, and he is so heartbroken. He goes to stay with Forrest, with Taker, his good friend, and he knocks on the door, and Forrest walks out. Jude is standing directly in front of him, and Forrest ignores that and looks around and goes, get out of here, you damn kids, as if someone had door knocked. And then he looks back at Jude, but Jude was there the whole time, so there's no chance that that was what happened. And then they both laugh. And that was my favourite part of the film because I looked at it going, this was executed so poorly. (laughs) <laughs> but I love the attempt at humour. Oh, it's very funny. And that's all you can hope for. I watched that scene three times. Yeah. And that's, that's why good. I worried I'd miss John Leguizamo's part because I was so caught up in the, <sighs> the humour and the bromance that was so clearly there. It they got each other. Rope, it would have been really great bromance. if John Leguizamo was just in that scene, if he was them <laughs> damn kids. That would have just made, if he was them damn kids, it would have made it a lot easier. Also, like, I very much see John Leguizamo in Forrest Whitaker's part. Like, I love Forrest Whitaker, right? Mm. I love Forrest Whitaker and he's great. But there's something about, like, Forrest Whitaker and Jude Law being, like, old buds. It It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't ring for me. Like, Mm. Forrest Whitaker's got, like, a lot. He doesn't feel like a guy that's slumming it, collecting robot hearts. He's got, like... If anything, he's more the Liev Shriver type. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why that line was in there where he goes, you and I, we will always be repo men. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's so clear in that when they're in the car together. <laughs> yeah. They're, to you my, know, they're bros. Yeah, I, I don't know why partner. no one's asking why. Don't ask why. <laughs> but I we are. At the I got cast in this. I was attached. I hope, I was like, I hope the moral of this story is you shouldn't, you shouldn't repo people's hearts. <laughs> I was like, I hope, I hope that this character's journey is, you know what, I shouldn't be repo manning people's hearts because I was like, like that's so amazing for me, the idea of you start in a world where people repo man hearts mm. and, then, and then a person's realisation is what I could have told them at the start. I will say this, I am a sucker for a good love story. Right. Oh, wow. oh, okay. Yeah, and I know yeah. I've already yeah. touched on this um, already in this very episode, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick throwback just in case our humble listeners missed it. Mm. <clears throat> his wife, mother of his son, mm. uh, leaves him early on in the film, but quarter of the way through because he takes another repo job. Even though she married him as a repo man, he was a repo man. She she birthed a child with a repo man. She then turns around and gives him one chance to quit. He does one final job and she leaves him because how dare he. He rocks up the door and goes, please don't. She's like, no, I'm leaving you. Fuck you. Mm. And then he's like, oh, no. Then his heart fucks up because he uses a defibrillator. Can't say that word. And it backfires. 
Thank you. And then he needs his heart replaced. And while he's recovering from a heart replacement, he meets a woman made entirely of mechanical organs and falls in love with her instantly. Apart from her lips. Oh, yeah, her lips. lips. So there's a bit, um, like, I'm not a weeb. I don't watch a huge amount of uh, anime, but when I do from time to time watch anime... Um, I jerk it. No. Um, <laughs> That's <laughs> same, <nice>. bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no. Nice. Um, I'm not a weeb, but I, I do watch a bit of anime. Like I watch like the cert- certain anime films and stuff. And, Hell yeah. Own it. Uh, <laughs> you love that. You love anime. Say it again. Preach it. You love that shit. Yeet. You watch nothing but, bro. Yeet. No, I do love, I love Yeet. a good anime. And um, Ghost in the Shell is a great film and there's some powerful moments. And that's all about, it's a movie all about someone who's replaced every part of her body with, uh, with robot parts. And then mm. the question is, mm. um, you know, what makes me, am I still human? You know, that's kind of the exploration of that film. It's a great philosophy, isn't it? You know, like it's, it's, I think Socrates asked that question. You know, there's so many philosophers that have asked that question. If you are yeah. a robot. Yeah. Um, if my, if my pancreas is made of metal, can I yeah. still love a, can I still love a man? But if you replace every <laughs> single part of you with, the, yeah, with the robot, what's yeah. left? And, you know, is there a soul? And if, if, if there is, does it remain? What I love about this story is they've kind of taken that element of Ghost in the Shell. They've applied it to this side character. But mm. instead of, so there's a very similar monologue to, to Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell, she sits there and she goes, I've, every single part of me has been replaced. Am I still human? Mm. Da, da, da. This one is very similar. She goes, they replace my pancreas. They replace my heart. They replace my vagina. And it's, it glows in the dark now. But I, my question, but you want to know something, Jude? You want to know what my lips are made out of? <laughs> and he's like, what, what are your lips made out of? She's like, they're mine. Give them a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> they're I'm all mine. I'm not exaggerating that that's, no. that's pretty much the monologue. Am I right yeah. in saying that? 100%. Yeah. And then yeah. they have, and then her and her mechanical vagina have sex with Jude Law. Um, I just I think love the there idea. Is a scene, there is a scene at the end of this movie or towards the end of this movie yeah. that I would be willing to place money on that Uh-oh. it was not in the script until Jude Law was on board for this film. And that's when. I've got $3 he- right here, Mish. On the right. table. I'm not kidding. Three dollars, yeah, right? Great. Here. I've okay. I've got less. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm very poor. Uh, so there's a scene at the end of this film where he has to remove all of her organs, and they do it in the sexiest way that you could possibly remove mm. a person's organs. Now. If I was in a position where I was going to die or the person that I love was going to die or fuck it, the world was going to end and my organs needed to be removed, I don't think I'd do it (laughs) with my vagina up against Jude Law's naked chest kind of writhing as he squeezed my bottom and ripped out my kneecap. It's interesting you say that Mm. because I think, like, why not? Like, (laughs) You know, it's like no. if, you're, if you're gonna rip out my my robot kneecap, I may as well do it rubbing my vagina up against Jude Law. Like, why not? If <laughs> someone make said it to worse. you, Zach, all right, hypothetical, Sammy and Zach, hypothetically, <laughs> a psycho enters your lives, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and says, "I am going to rip off your kneecap." You have no choice in that. Your you can choose which one, your left or your right, mm-hmm. but I am ripping out one of your kneecaps. I have Jude Law here. Mm-hmm. You can do it. He's consenting to this. You can do it with your vagina pressed against his chest or we can do it without Jude Law. Personally, mm-hmm. me, I would do it without Jude Law. Okay. I would just sort of go, uh, that's why That's interesting. Not? Yeah, I'd just go, yeah. why not? I may as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rip out my yeah. name. As well. <laughs> Wait, honestly? No, but honestly, do you think you'd do it with Jude Law? There? Yeah. Is he doing the? Is he doing it as Jude Law, or is he no? Doing but it he as a no. He's person? talking you through it. He's like, you'll be okay. Like, don't oh stress. yeah, yeah. I'll do it with Jude Law for okay, sure. Okay, I might do it for the support. I might do yeah. it if I yeah. was guaranteed that he'd give me a bit of a hug and just be like, it's yeah. okay. Yeah, I'd just be I like, think, why not? You're going to be ripping some... out my knee. Why not? Just yeah. see if that helps. It's still nice to meet him. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He mm. could do some lines from Alf. Yeah, <laughs> that could be quite fun. Alf. Yeah. <laughs> Where as soon as soon as Jude Law was narrating this film, because Jude Law. um Narrates, Narrates uh, Repo mm. Men. Um, yep. All I could think about was in, like was Alfie. 
Alfie, like, not Alf. Yeah, Alf. <laughs> Alf is a puppet. Alf is a different thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alf, Alf is a, a, an alien puppet. Alfie <laughs> is uh, the remake uh, of uh, the, the original Caine film, which the Michael Caine one is great. Yeah, N- neither of them have ever played Alf. I'll make that very clear. No, Michael Caine uh, never did. I used to work at a video store um, always around that time. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like my all my <laughs> skills outside of comedy are now now don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all right if if the comedy if the live touring thing falls through. At least I've got cinemas or video shops. <laughs> <laughs> you always will. Um, but I, I, uh, that that era was like, for, like they just loved like a DVD of a remake of a film. And you know what? The DVD re-release of the original film. Like when I hear <laughs> Alfie, I don't think of the film. I think of like a DVD re-release of the original Alfie, but <sighs> like kind of with cover design that sort of alludes to the new one and it's remastered mm. and they've got like a still from the movie trying to sit next to 2000's design elements mm. <laughs> and like that's what I see when I think Alfie is a is like a re-release it's like bewitched I just yeah. see a, a re-release box I actually of the sh- when series. someone says when someone says Alfie to me I think of the Lily Allen song oh yeah great one okay. about the brother you great. talk about that's that a, that's a, lot. a banger it is. What about you, Sammy, when someone says Alfie? I think of the alien, obviously, straight away. <laughs> I don't care what they say. I'm thinking of the alien yeah, right thinking away. About the yeah, fuck I'm yeah. thinking about that fucking funny puppet. He's fucking <laughs> he's funny. funny. He's fucking funny. <laughs> funny's funny. I don't care what you say. Funny's funny. Yeah, that puppet is fucking funny. He's fucking funny. Hey? Fucking so funny. let me tell you about Johnny Legg's part in this film. Okay. Please. We would love to hear about So this. I was only half watching. So I assumed everyone else was half watching. Um, but I, was I definitely thought I watching. was because I thought I missed Legg's <laughs> Yeah, no, and I definitely could have. Like I, when I would believe it, right, because... I didn't know who the lady was with the with the human lips and the robot everything else. I was so confused as to why he was with her. Like that's how I was kind of half watching. Mm. It was like mm. he was having some troubles with his wife and then then there was this lady with human lips. Um, like that's how <laughs> I was watching this film, right? And mm-hmm. so lady with human lips is like I know a guy. He used to deal biscuits to me or something or drugs or something. And I think biscuits. also, let's go with biscuits. <laughs> he, biscuits. She called it something like. He got that, fired right? from Arnott's, so now he goes black market Monte Carlos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me sure. that arrow root. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is the level of detail I can give you here. Right. I said I was John the Baptist, I didn't say I was a good one. I'm like a <laughs> low rent prophet here. Okay. Um, I didn't expect to be the only one that saw these scenes. Yeah. <laughs> That's not usually my role in this podcast, <laughs> is to have remembered it in detail. So anyway, she goes, I know a guy. He And I think he was like an illegal repo man. He, was, he did the replacements on like the black market, maybe. And it's a shame you didn't get to see it because he spoke in Spanish, um, which oh. I love seeing Johnny Legg speak in Spanish. Um, he was kind of fun. He really was the the he, he, the kind of character that he often plays, where he's in one scene at the start and then he dies in at the end of Act Two. Mm-hmm. Um, he did that, but all in one scene. So they go to visit him. She visits him. He then is demonst- he, is he does he does he have what's he look like? Does it is it hot? Yeah, what's his? Yeah, he's hot. Oh god, there's a lot of pressure. Is it hot? I mean, yeah. Mish is really the one that's very good at categorizing Johnny Legs. Maybe does he look like the alien Alf? Is what I'm asking. Mm. I'm going to go with uh, no to alien okay. alien puppet Alf. I'm going to okay. go. Well, Sammy's out. <laughs> Never doing yeah. Alf again. I'm Maybe leaving with- this pod now. <laughs> Goodbye, Sammy. Uh, he doesn't look like Alien Alf. Alien, uh, okay. alien the Alf puppet. Alien <laughs> Alf, Alf the puppet. Alien puppet. Use his um, full name, please. <laughs> Alf the Alien puppet. Yeah, that's that doesn't right. Look- God, I can't tell you how much I want to talk about the Gremlins ride at Movie World. And we keep talking I about I want to talk Alf. about Gremlins too. So we're going to talk about Gremlins <laughs> at the end of the podcast if you're a good, okay. good girl. <laughs> If you stay on topic for the whole podcast. <laughs> um, Go so, on. So. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. He is Daddy Guazamo. Oh, my favorite. Right? He's rough around the edges. He doesn't look anything like Elf the Alien Puppet. He okay. looks like I'm, a I'm rough um, kind of – he's fun and you think he's going to be really like – I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And then he demonstrates like he sets something up. You know when something is like a setup and you're like, oh, that's clear. So he sets up that um, that like he – that she has a thing where – you can where everything she says for eight hours is pre-recorded and he like has cool. a little remote and he goes, check out this. And he plays it. And then like it plays something she said earlier. And he's like, I made that. I think he's like, I made that. It's a thing I put in people's throats and they're like, okay. And I was like, all right, why would you say that? Unless it's relevant to the plot, but okay. I can see why this was cut. <laughs> Yeah, it is a bit of that, right? When you tell me it's cut, I'm like, well, okay, yeah. So then, <laughs> then I did a wee, and then he, and then she, then there was a knee surgery with a little girl, and then they come back. We got the knee surgery with a little girl. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Then after the knee surgery with the little girl, they come back, and um, John Leguizamo is dead on a couch. Is, is he on a couch? On a couch with this his is tummy the bit. Split this open. is. Because I came into this, I saw him on the couch. And Same. She said the character name and I went, I reckon that's John Leguizamo. And then they just walk away. Yeah. And she's looking at him like, oh, my God, he's dead. And then that's it. But you and never see thought, his face. You, you just see, see a kind of a blurry John Leguizamo probably shape on the couch. Probably it's distracting if it's John. They probably yeah. have to, like it's weird. For, can I ask you, so what was the story beat for you? Was she like, I know a guy and then he's dead? Is that? I know a guy. That's what I thought. <laughs> I know that guy from somewhere, but we haven't seen that so bit. So there's no setup that she knows no. him. They, that, no. They should have cut that bit too. That didn't so make any sense. how did they get sense. to the room? Like, how they just walked they... out. Yeah. So they get the surgery, she steps out, there's a dead guy, oh, my God. Yes. And Forrest yep. Whitaker killed him. Yes. Yep. Right. So so what happened? It was good. That- it was good, Zach. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Well, it wasn't much better with the version we watched, I watched because she comes back and it's like, oh, my God, Johnny. And he's he's got his mouth open. He's The thing he'd just talked about, is he, it's like he's there dead and the voice is coming out being like, oh, don't kill me, Forrest Whitaker. And then she's like, oh, my God. And then Forrest Whitaker comes in. He's like, it won't turn off. I want to watch this because this sounds fucking insane. It's, yeah. it's, it's This sounds cooked as fuck. Partly, I think, in my telling and partly demonstrative <laughs> of why they cut it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so strange. It didn't make any sense. And then I just imagined that was the John Leguizamo bit that was... But but that's the I was thing, like, right? Did he take this role knowing he was just going to be lying on a couch? Like, mm. that's why I was so confused when you had sent it to me, just going, "Was this the bit that he was in?" And but I was like, "2010. Why was he doing that?" That's his lot. Like, he gets that a lot. He had that happen to him on John Wick too, as well. You know, he gets these mm. characters that get cut. You know, mm. but it's interesting. Like, I think what was odd, right, is his scene is there to set up. It's this really odd moment where the bulk of his scene seems to be to set up this voice thing, right? Right. The only payoff of that setup, which feels like a setup, the only payoff is that he also has the voice thing. It's not a hint to anything. It doesn't lead. Like, I was expecting them to walk in, him to be dead, and him to be like, oh, go And they're like, that voice thing is the hint that leads us to Yes. The- yeah, but of course. No, it's just like Forrest Whitaker walks in. He's like, yeah, that voice thing's annoying. Hey. Anyway, <laughs> I did it all. It's like, What? <laughs> I'm going to go back and watch. I think I need to just so that I can see that. That's fucking cooked. It was very yeah. odd. 
He did great, though. He was wonderful. That's good. Sammy, I'm so sorry that you didn't get to see that. Well, that's okay. I, I, I think it was worth it for that scene with Forrest walking out of that door and yeah. going <laughs> with their damn kids because it was funny. I think it was good stuff. I think that the best thing about it was that both you and I probably had a very similar, because I got to the end of the movie, mm. went, hold on a second, and then <laughs> rewound on double time essentially the whole film yeah. until I could find him. I'm like, and then when we, I read his description on Wiki that said he was a black market organ dealer, I was yep. like, surely that's during the, the small young girl surgeon scene. Then I went and watched the surrounding scenes of that scene about three or four times until Amazing. I saw the dead guy on a couch and went, is that him? <laughs> what's phenomenal, I, I, It was right? exactly the same. Yeah, it's, it's, what's amazing is, like, it, his scenes when intact serve a very similar. Mm. That was a pretty crazy movie, hey? <laughs> I would say so. I'm, so going into the Leguistamos, I am basing Whoa, yeah. this off the version yeah. that I watched. I think and you absolutely I, have to do I that. I am giving this half a leg with Starmo and the only wow. reason I'm giving it half is because I am so impressed that I'm now at the point where a weird blurry shape of a human, I can pick if it's Jod Leguizamo. Mm. And that's what I was able to do. So it gets a half a leg with Starmo from me. Actually, I'm going to give it one full leg with Starmo because this is very much the kind of movie Johnny Legs does. So even mm. though he wasn't in it a lot, what I can see... I, it makes sense to me that he was in it. It's very John Leguizamo to get cut as well. So. <laughs> One full Leguizamo from me. Did he get paid? Can you ask him? Can you use he up your six? He would have gotten paid, surely. My thing is, do you know, have you ever heard about, um, there, I remember reading once there was Alf? a guy, Alf. He was an Alf puppet. Yeah, Alf uh, alien puppet, yes. One of my no, favourite comedy guy, characters. There was a guy in who did um, Django Unchained and he did the first, I can't remember which one it was, it was one of the actors in Django Unchained and he got to choose which character he played and he chose someone in the first 40 pages of the script because he was like, from my experience, he's a guy that had been around a long time, he's like, from my experience... Um, they always cut people from the last act. They always are like, well, what's the point of this person? Cut it. Mm. I'm like, that's... That's someone that's, that's been doing clever. it for a long time. Clever. For that reason, um, you know, for that reason, I go, Johnny, next time, go with, go for the wife character. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she was Oh, good. how good would it have been if it was he was Jude Lord's wife in this film? Um, have you seen Jack and Jill? No. Jack and Jill is a hilarious Adam Sandler film mm. where he plays both Jack and Jill. It's one of the funniest oh. films you'll ever I've see. I've heard of this movie. And they used amazing prosthetics. That, you know, they, they really made him look like a female version of uh, the hilarious Adam Sandler. And they could have used a similar technology yeah. with John Leguizamo playing the wife. Mm. And it Can would I have just, made it yeah, absolutely. Way, way funner. Yeah. 100%. And John could have played... Um, Forrest Whitaker's part as well. Mm. Forrest Whitaker in Liev Shriver's part. John in both the wife and Forrest Whitaker's part. Yep. Liev Shriver in Jude Law's part. Jude Law in the part of... Um, the animal costume, that one that's mm. the yes, kind of yes. the... Yeah, the mm. yeah. Um, the I give this movie... I give this movie... Two and a half John Leguizamo's. I don't know what version I watched. I don't know if I watched the version that the most people... I don't know what... I'm so confused. Um, I give this movie two and a half Leguizamo's. Solid. Um, no, no, I give it two because it's... A <laughs> so you're saying you watched a version... With John in it, and it's still only got one more leg with Starmo than me. And I'll tell you why, because any movie of this type that doesn't have him in, you know, at least spread out my two scenes, at mm. least, at least introduce that character in Act One so I can have a little bit of time. I get it. Uh, before he dies. 
Uh, so that's my Have opinion. a point. Have a callback as well. Maybe his character could have added to the story in some mm. way. When he read that, he would have gone, I think I'm getting cut. Because it, <laughs> it doesn't come back. There's, there's no yeah. reference. If you can cut that scene like that, that was just for the... Oh, it was probably a, a conversation... It was probably a conversation that he had with his agent where his agent was like, here's this script for a movie called Repo Man, Repo Man. And John would have been like, oh, fuck, what's it, what's it like? And it's like, look, to be honest with you, you're going to get cut. Yeah. <laughs> All right, how much? But it's a 700, day. 750K. All right. You realise how much John's making for a movie like this? Nah. But movie with the budget of this film? Day rate. He's getting a day rate. He's getting a good day. Like I reckon he's getting yeah, a good 700 rate. bucks. Yeah. No, I reckon it's I reckon it's less than 750k but more <laughs> okay. than $700. Do you reckon, oh, do you reckon he got Do you reckon John Leguizamo being John Leguizamo mm. would have gotten 30k for this film? He would have, have been offered 30k and his agent would have got it to 35. Yeah, I've mm. literally no idea, but I think it would have been something in that realm. I reckon the agent would have gone, "Look, we know this is going to get cut. <laughs> He's not getting residuals." Um, we need to, if he's going to do this film, if he's going to take time off his busy Ice Age schedule, Mm. then you have to make this, like, appealing. And Mm. they would have gone, all right. And they would have gone to the director, are you sure you're not going to cut this scene? (laughs) (laughs) Because they want 35K for one day of shooting. And they would have been like, the director would have been like, I'm not cutting this scene. It's very yeah. important to the plot. The film will not make sense it without it. It establishes the voice thing. <laughs> it establishes the voice thing that yeah. one scene later applies to the very person you're talking about cutting <laughs> and no one else. How can we cut the that bit? That's so funny. Sammy, what's um, your leg with Stamo? Look, I did not like the film. Mm-hmm. Um, I am uh, not a big not a big fan of the the gory stuff, and um, mm-hmm. this film had a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering why I was watching the film, but I knew that if John came up, then I'd have something to talk about on this podcast. The reason I'm giving it one mm-hmm. Leguistamo is because of that scene with Forrest walking out of his of his apartment. To to <laughs> to make that hilarious joke, we, we've all been we've all been in an awkward situation where you see a friend who's a bit down in their luck, you know. Like Jude mm. was in a bad position, yeah. And Forrest, before he would have come through that door, the character would have gone, "I've got a pisser, yeah, for Jude, mm. and it's going to brighten his day." And it did. Yeah, and having said that, it also brightened my day. The logistics of it didn't make sense, mm. but I love that scene, so I'm going to give it one one. One leg was down, can I can Brilliant. I ask you to a question? I'm not taking uh, any further questions at this time. <laughs> okay, absolutely. I respect <laughs> that. <laughs> no, I got one one question to kind of wrap it up before we then talk about the Gremlins ride at Movie World on the Gold Coast. <laughs> um, my question is this: Do you think that? like on a maths level in terms of Leguistamos because you both gave a film that essentially didn't star John Leguizamo to one star each. Do you think that in terms of like Moneyball, have you both, have you seen Moneyball? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, the mm-hmm. idea of Moneyball, the idea that like if you can't get the star player, you can Moneyball every, every piece of value they give you through maths. Do you think that, that Jude Law and Forrest Whitaker come pretty close in a in a moneyball kind of situation to getting everything you need out of John Leguizamo. Do you know what I'm saying there? I feel like Jude Law, Forrest Whitaker, you're getting pretty close to a moneyball John Leguizamo. They're both very I hear different. what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I don't see a hell of a lot of Johnny Legs in Jude Law or Forrest Whitaker, to be honest. Yeah. Okay, I think you're right. I think you need at least a Tucci in there as well. Yes, yes. You're gonna yes. need a Tucci. I'm, I would say. I would say. Oh, what's a good? What's a good com- combo? Um, I would say. What about a Paul Giamatti type? Can we get a Paul Giamatti? Yes, type Paul, in there? Paul Giamatti is a like, different money ball. You know, if you bring yeah. in a Paul Giamatti, the way to get okay. to Lance I think is it's a Stanley. Thing. I got it. I fucking got it. It's Stanley yeah. Tucci and Vincent D'Onofrio. That's interesting. That's that's the perfect money ball, John Leguizamo. No, but I think, do you know what? I think you need a little bit of just like straight up sex appeal and that's what Jude Law's got. So if Let's get Whoopi Goldberg me, in there. What's I that? think Vincent D'Onofrio has Whoopi sex Goldberg. appeal. Yeah, a bit of Whoopi. 
If you give me a Whoopi Goldberg, all right, I'll tell. Here's here's the game, right? So D'Onofrio, and then we should wrap this up. (laughs) D'Onofrio and Tucci, I think you need anyone. Doesn't have to be, but you need someone with like a sex appeal. So any, like any. Keanu Reeves. Well, well, my God, like you've got. Can we get him? But you could get, you could get like. (laughs) Can we get him? Like you could get the guy from, um, you could like. Ryan Philippi, you could get. Um, <laughs> that was your. That was the. You had one one name in terms of sex appeal, and you think of the guy from the mid nineties. But that's what I'm saying, Ryan Philippi. If you've got already got D'Onofrio and Tucci, all you need is handsome boyish features. Okay, so it takes three of them to to equal mm. to money. Here's what I. Uh, all right, here's here's my here's my. Um, Here's my one. Um, Rosie Perez, mm. Whoopi Goldberg, and Troy Sivan. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I think it works. I think you're getting Baz Luhrmann era. John Leguizamo. That combo. That combo is so good. Imagine, like, imagine being in an elevator and the doors open. Like you're you're on the sixth floor, you're going down to ground, but they stop mm-hmm. at three and open, and Rosie, Whoopi, and Troy all walk on together, just having a chat. I would shit my pants. I'm really big on the idea that if I was ever a director and someone was like, uh, you know, you've got like this cast, but everything's cast, and like John Leguizamo passed, and it's like. Well, then you will fire two more people and you'll get me Whoopi Goldberg, Rosie Perez. <laughs> you'll get me either Whoopi Goldberg or Stanley Tucci, Rosie Perez and Troy Sivan. Thank you very much. It has like, to be that wanna- combination every time. You now- want to fire Michelle Pfeiffer for, for Troy Sivan? That doesn't even make any sense. That's so funny. Anyway, Sammy, we wrap this yes. up. Yeah, I think that we're done. Um, Sammy, thank you for being our friend for so long. I'm sorry I had to end thank like you. this. <laughs> it was a good uh, way. It's a good hill to die on. Yeah, I feel like did you have any money ball? Did you have any money ball? Liguizamo, you wanted to end on. I don't think I can top that. No one can top that. That's too good. Um, Sammy, do you have anything you need to promote? Nah. <laughs> no, don't want to promote nothing. Um, I'm going to tell people to go and listen to your podcast, Confessions of the Idiots. It's my favourite podcast of all time. Thank you very oh much. Goodness. It's my favourite oh, one to do. You, you so should much. check out episodes with as an entry point with me and Mish. Yeah. Because yeah. we've done There's a bunch. of episodes with you and Mish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Confessions of the Idiots at all good retail stores. Yeah. Oh, really? Get on VHS. Thank you so much, Sammy. And... Just a little bit of a throwback. Tom, see us out with some beautiful classical oh, music. Tom. And Thank canned you. laughter, Tom, if possible. Yeah, a little bit of and laughter, canned laughter and some classical music. And next week we will tell you about <laughs> the Gremlins ride at Movie World. Hollywood what a on tease. the Gold Coast. <laughs> next Thanks, week. Sammy. Thanks, Thank Sam. you, guys. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.